0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the eastern border. I'd like to start this one with the thing that I usually say on the, the end of the show. I would like you all to please... If you can, of course. If you if you can't, it doesn't matter. But uh, if you can, please join our Patreon. patreoncom slash border. They're not very reliable because uh, they um, apparently they had troubles doing the transfer things from about thirty percent of my patrons, and this month's looking rough for me. I'm gonna sort this thing out, and um, I, this motivates me to write a book because Patreon is a thing which. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know this could happen, but it's really painful because it's been dropped because people have complained to me that they couldn't, um, you know, they had, they wanted to support me, but they couldn't. And, uh, well, it's because of Patreon's fault. Basically, there's some issue because I'm in EU and most of my listeners, which you are probably from the United States, are in the United States. And all that stuff. Anyways, uh, yeah, if you can join the Patreon, I'll sort this thing out. Uh, if you for if you wanted to support the show but you had some issues, please go to the Eastern Board LV and just click the donate button there. Because, um, yeah, been a technical mess. However, however, besides the the weird thing, cause I I feel awkward talking about Patreon and all that stuff. Although it does matter. It does really matter to me. Um, just, I felt really awkward talking about that stuff when I could be doing news. So I'm doing news instead. But it uh, just makes me feel weird. So please check, double check. And if you if you can support me, please do. But on the news, again, finally oh, done with the horrible stuff. Well, uh, I had a fun thing happening. Because like, the war itself is a bit... Um, it's a bit tied down, you know, and we all saw, I'm pretty sure that on this week when I hadn't been posting the episode, you saw the, uh, the Zeluzny uh, speech about how uh, how the war is going. The thing is, most Western media have turned it into a some sort of defeatist speech and turned it into Zelensky now hates Zeluzny and all that stuff, but it's not the case. It's just that the war is in a bit of a trouble because, well there's a moment of being stuck in there and that's kind of it, no side can make any movements, we're stuck in a situation where, well, Ukraine needs more equipment, as usual and if it had been given according to what we all wanted to be given to we wouldn't be in a situation situation. but um, sadly, it's not the case However, most of Western media disregard the situation that Zelensky, in his speech spoke about what's needed to do to win the war, and they've translated it to the war is lost already, or we have difficulties. Well, of course, we have difficulties. It's a war. <laughs> and it's just, that, just a weird situation. Zelensky himself said, quote, The situation is not a stalemate. Russia controls the sky. We are protecting our military. No one wants to just throw people away as if they were meat, like Russia does. How to overcome this? F-16s have to wait until the guys are trained, until they come back. When there are air defenses at the front, soldiers move forward and use the equipment. Which reminds me of the fact that there were calls about giving them planes at the beginning of the war. I still, I still really don't know what stopped these people, because right now we're going through this same chain uh, where... You know, when Ukraine asks something and the Western side is, or, well, at the beginning, they're, they're like, we're not going to give it anything. And then they do. Eventually, after deliberation the, the slowness and inability to act just annoys me to no end. At the same time, at the same time, besides this, because a lot of people will be just worried about the whole thing goes, losing Zelensky, but don't worry about that. It's fine. You just, has been mistranslated, and people just want to win the war. However, what I can bring you is the fact that Ramzan Kadyrov's 15-year-old son, this is the same guy who beat up the prisoner on camera, well, uh, he's been given an important position, in this, that's one of the quotes, in the security service for for the head of Chechnya, Ramzan Kadyrov himself, which is Adam Delimkanov, the guy who wrote the whole... He He was the guy who wrote the statements praising uh, praising this guy anyways. Uh, yeah, the, he, he wrote that stuff. Quote, mm. Appointing my dear ne- nephew to this position is completely justified. I I still don't know what position that is, by the way. The, the, no reports, just top positions. Quote, Since childhood, Amzan Rabzanovic has shown himself to be a worthy man for whom the concepts of honor and dignity are of utmost importance. Dilim kind of uh, also wrote down all this stuff and The problem is that he wrote this, but we don't know which position. Zami Chelyaev, the commander of the Internal Affairs Ministry Special Police Regiment in Chechnya, posted on Instagram that Kadyrov's 15-year-old son has been appointed as the head of security service for the leader of Chechnya. So, Ramzan Kadyrov is now relying on his 15-year-old kid to be the head of fucking Chechnya. Like, his security service. Like, I, I I want to talk about this later on, and I will. I'm sorry if I'm rambly, but uh, you'll understand why later. But this just is an entry thing. They are not even pretending to be a real country anymore. This is just done at this point. Just done. Because uh, because this is just so stupid. I don't even know what kind of a level of, of you. What what kind of level do you need to fall down to, to to even do such a thing? I mean, it's obvious corruption. It's not even trying to hide anything. No, 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 no. Just just obvious. But before we get to our main thing of, of this whole episode, I have to say about the pogroms that I mentioned in the previous one. See, the thing is like, the, the fact is that one of the main ways how people got their information about refugees from Israel thing happening in Dagestan ...that led to this anti-Semitic uh, riot at Mahachkala... ...but pogrom, basically... ...on October 29th was a telegram channel called, called Morning Dagestan. The channel was originally launched by former Russian State Duma deputy Ilya Ponomaryov... ...who, by the way, left Russia in 2014... As an, ...and is an active supporter of Ukraine in its well, fight against Moscow in this war. Ponomaryov announced after the riot that he's no longer associated with the channel... But the Dagestani authorities, who were, like, ready to blame anyone for the pogroms, cited the channel by name and claimed it was run by traitors and bandarites from Ukraine. And sort of a weird situation here. See, Russian state Duma deputy, former one, Ilya Ponomarev, he, by the way, became a Ukrainian citizen in 2019. Just after the war, he launched a media project called February Morning. The purpose of the initiative, he said at the time, was uh, to tell the truth about, well, what's happening directly to people inside Russia. In addition to the project's main YouTube account and Telegram channel, Polomarev wanted to create a network of Telegram channels to target regions of Russia individually. Most of these, such as Morning Petersburg and Morning Pskov, well, magnificently failed to gain any traction. Like, it was horrible. They, they gained no followers and just they just died. One of the regional channels, however, eventually became even more popular than the main one. February Morning, channel Morning Dagestan. It was exactly this channel that posted some of the most widely shared messages warning of Israeli refugees in the days leading up to the anti-Semitic riot at Makachkal Airport. And uh, Fyodor Klimenko, here, was one of the key figures who helped Ponomero launch this Friday morning. He... uh, has told my journalist friends that he has served as editor-in-chief of the media project and who he resigned in February 2023 upon disagreements between him and the boss. According to Klimenko, Ilya Ponomarev hasn't had control over Morning Dagestan for more than a year now. In late 2022, February morning administrators began announcing in interviews and social media posts that they had stopped receiving payments for their work months earlier. One employee told journalists that Polomarev's decision to take credit for the assassination of Russian pro-war pundit Dugin, yes, yes, we're talking about the same guy who somehow claimed that he has uh, exploded Dugin, which is obviously stupid, that he did it. Well, uh, they... uh, They said that this came a shock. So he made the channel. It was a shock. And um, now no no one knows who runs it. So all this stuff happened because... Dude makes a channel, Russian liberal, so-called liberal opposition, right? And then um then he makes stupid posts, then people take over. In this channel, there are posted like messages about how Israeli migrants would, would come to Dagestan in, in part of Russia, right? And then it's done. It's so so bizarre. But this is the, today's Russia.
0: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The
1: thing is, like, we're going to see more incidents like this. Uh, let, me, let me tell you, we're going to see a lot more incidents like this just with various nationalities. However, you know... Before I do my stupid monetization gig again, I probably won't do that. But like, still, I want to talk about how um, because how this war has stuck in stalemate, and all all everything is information basically, because Ukraine can win only if the West helps her, and the West will help her only if we have enough data and how media works and all that stuff. I hope I make some sense. But information board is very important, and right now. You know, just two days ago, in uh, in in a concert, in a concert dedicated to unity of Russia, yeah, it was a unity of Russia day, and there a shaman, well, his name is Shaman, he's a rap singer, I think. I haven't listened to his songs; I've only seen his video clips, and he's like, he's a rap singer, I guess, but not by much, not by much. Uh, he's also one of those like pop guys. He just smacked the fake red button to show how Russia should just nuke everyone, which caused a giant uproar. Uh, even among the Z channels, by the way, all the pro-war ones. But we'll get to them. And, and the thing is, everyone hated him for this, but the violence and the whole hatred is just moving upwards. And these Z channels, these um, pro-war, pro putin guys, right? Well... <laughs> I've been speaking for a while now, but like this is the main subject of the show because on the front lines, it's a kind of a stalemate ish. And we need Ukraine's equipment and 10 meters gained, 10 meters lost. Like, if there would be more news, I would be talking about them. One thing that I know for sure is that uh, no, uh, another thing which happened in like one of the few segments, because uh, I record this in multiple segments, uh, came in. Uh, no, uh, former presidential associates and clerks are not a source. Uh, no, the United States and the EU are not forcing Ukraine to do any talks because that would be stupid if they just approved new um, aid packages. And maybe, just, just maybe, using a former presidential administration, the United States one, that is, uh, person as a source, is not valid enough for the current one. Just saying. Just some people trying to be more reactionary, I guess, or more, more loud. But talking about more loud, yeah. Once again, uh, please support me on Patreon and donate on the Eastern Border LV. We're, we're done with that thing. Not gonna again. But um, but what happened is that I, for the first time in my life, as I'm working here, I have now seen truly how z channels collapse. Because um, because yeah, um. It's hard for me to talk about this. This is uh, why I have been like mincing around for such a long time here. You see, Samson Kadyrov and Yevgeny Prigozhin, they had a bit of a bit of an issue here. And if you know something about Prigozhin, you know that he had ruined my birthday and then other things as well. But um but he had a hatred of Chechnya because a lot of Wagner group soldiers had um, had been hurt in Chechen wars and all that stuff. And then, out of all my Z channels, there's a Russian propagandist journalist, Alexandra, oh, I forgot the surname, well, Alexandra, she, she had worked as a PR agent for Kadiro himself, basically. And she posted a message saying that... Um, most of Wagner Group's soldiers have transferred to, well, Ahmad, Battalion Ahmad. Ahmad was the father of Ramzan Kadirov. The problem is, it's in Chechnya, and Wagner Group hated the Ahmad. Now, there's another channel called The 13th, whom I also follow. And this guy, he just posted, because he likes to do these in Telegram, you can do like uh, shorts, and he does YouTube shorts basically just in Telegram. And he also just debunked this, saying that I don't know who this lady is. Oh, by the way, he does know, but doesn't matter. Except that, you know, it's a lot. And one thing led to another. And um, we had... We had the journalist basically uh, doxing the the other blogger guy. I follow both of them, and the news here from the Russian side come from them. And... There was doxing involved, multiple death threats, and everything. And what I want to say about this is that the Russian side is just falling apart internally. And that probably you shouldn't trust anyone that people with insane criminal records say, because <laughs> turns out, like, in this whole argument, um, the Trinacity guy, the 13th wife, well, that's, that's the name of this thing, he uh, threatened to literally kill with... Uh, with sledgehammers, the other journalist from the Russian side who had accused him of being a criminal, and he kind of is, no, he for real is, because he got shot at people, he had stabbed some people, he now escaped to the front lines. And then he responded not with the fact that he hadn't stopped, like, you know, he hadn't stabbed many people, he responded with the fact that uh, those people are now serving time in jail for uh, drugs and, uh, well, uh, pedophilia. How legit this is, no one knows, but they are fighting against each other. And they're fighting against Shaman as well. The main part of today is how they're breaking down. No matter who you are on the pro-war, pro-Z side, people are trying to get a piece of the pie here. Because we have seen, right now, accusations of being a traitor thrown out all over the place. Uh, accusations of anything, and some things have data. Accusations of also supporting the Banderavites in Ukraine, which is stupid. This whole event wouldn't be, you know, that interesting unless, besides yelling at each other, besides telling that your side is the wrong one, and I have this proof, and I actually don't know whose proof to believe because they both are, um, well, quite stupid. Turns out that the pro-Russian Alexandra journalist lady. Had paid up to one hundred and fifty thousand rubles, which is I don't know one thousand five hundred euros, to other Telegram channels just to spread news which she had written about uh, about Trinatsky. Which means that instead of instead of donating the war or something, we have a criminal who has shot at people, who has stabbed people, and how now wants to fight for Russia versus a pro-propaganda journalist who uh, kind of smacks him down because she will stop, keeps him brush his good image. And it's just phase two. Phase three is coming in soon because this has to end somehow. But this is the reality that we live in. Israel is attacking Gaza sector and I don't even want to get involved in that. I know nothing about uh, the Middle East. Well, not to this level. And right now... The war in Ukraine is, people are just claiming whatever they want about this, and the war itself is kind of winding down. (laughs) Meanwhile, well, at least I don't have any conflicts with other journalists who cover this topic. Meanwhile, the folks who um, are sort of in a vested interest in the whole situation, yeah, they're not in the best of times, because everyone is now accusing everyone else on stealing humanitarian aid like the money that you would give to, to to support the Russian soldiers, to give them some sort of leeway and give them, give them some benefits. This apparently uh, is no longer valid because the number one insult here is the fact that most of them, I'm not saying all of them, but most of them quite definitely just pocket the money and um, if you donate to Russia, sorry guys, I know you're like from the enemy side, you also listen to me too, but sorry guys, you're screwed because all of the money is just being stolen. Because someone wants to buy a new PlayStation, as we have seen with the, the recent renatity, situation is weird. And well, the first sign that propaganda is failing is here. Soon, soon the governments will start to fail as well, because also adopting Adam Kadira, Ramzan Kadyrov's son, as one of your chief officers in your chief positions, that really doesn't bode well for any stability. At any rate, thank you for listening. Das denit This is it for today. We'll be back very soon enough with more historical episodes. Because uh, I met Aneta recently, and um, yeah, I promised her that I'll do a few shows with the subject matters that she asked. Right, and um, now I'm going to be in Lithuania for journalism courses. Lots of work to do, and by no means easy. Again, das the Nitvarishim, as always, happiness.